Haley, before you get into today's episode, I want to give a small disclaimer. Listen, you moving into your next level of your life, if you move too fast or if you move in too much of a rush, especially when you haven't mastered um, really taking those actionable steps while you're moving in fear and moving in faith, highly recommend that you consult your therapist, okay? I am not a medical professional, Mental health is extremely important as someone who has battled depression, anxiety, and as someone who had a near-death experience in 2021 with a period of psychosis, I want to let you know that it can be painful to go through the journey of changing your life if you don't have support. So please get support. I want you to know that life is not meant to be easy. When life is too easy... Only the weakest parts of you survive. So cheers to your next level. Cheers to the stronger you. And let's get into today's podcast episode. Haley, welcome back to today's podcast episode. want you to know we already set our declarations. We already set our intent and we said we we're moving forward into our next season. Now, if you're just now tuning in or if you're just now getting serious or if you're just not realizing that you really haven't been mashing the gas, this episode is your reset. And I want you to know that right now I'm giving you a disclaimer. So if you're not ready to put up the excuses, if you're not ready to fully take charge of your life, if you're not ready to fully put down the life that you're not even happy with, and prepare to transition into a season of abundance that you've never seen before, but that you are open to, I'm telling you right now, make a declaration that you are going to commit to the process no matter what. Now, if you're listening to me, you're still in a state of, oh, I don't know, I don't believe, go ahead, go ahead and log out of here, go ahead and press the little, press the little pause button and go find something else. Because in this season... There is so much required of you. There's a life of abundance that is waiting for you to step into it. And for so many people, they won't step into it because they're afraid of even figuring out the unknown. Even if the unknown is available to them, they're just afraid of the unknown. So you, you're still listening. That means you're ready to go to your next level. And that means that you're ready to move forward. Now, in today's episode, we're just going to get real with it because like, we're always honest. We're always talking about the things we need to talk about, but I'm realizing that I found myself frustrated. And I've tried to film many podcast episodes and each one I get frustrated and I get flustered and I'm like, what is going on? Why is the message not connecting? Why am I finding myself angry? Why am I really just flustered at the lack of movement of other people? And when I say lack of movement, you know exactly what I mean. Okay. You know that when you change, keep in mind, keyword is you've changed. When you open yourself up to abundance, when you start believing, truly believing God for new things in your life, When you start saying, you know what, I don't want to settle for the bare minimum or I don't want to settle for an alternative. I want what I want and 
I want it because God has placed that desire on my heart. And that means that he will also open the door and show me how to reach it. I just have to remain open and know that the way that I will get there is not something that I can control a lot of times. Once you grasp that concept, you will start to have a lower tolerance for people that try to throw doubt in your plans or people that try to throw, um, you know, the humble card. They try to tell you to be humble. You have a low tolerance for people that just don't get it. And you will start to realize like, wow, how did me wanting more for myself turn into others being this way? In whatever way, right? Maybe they're being negative. Maybe they're being, you know, pessimistic. Maybe they're being negative. But the thing is this, you have to remember the key word is that you changed. They were always that way. But you wouldn't have known that until you changed, right? So here's the thing. Whatever's happening, whatever it is for you, I don't know what it is. It could be conversations happening around you. It could be you're noticing that people on your staff or, you know, people that you have in your friend group, you're noticing that their conversation is just not hitting anymore. Their conversation is feeling low grade. It's feeling negative. It's feeling like you're seeing where you want to go. But when you get around the people that you spent so much time with that they just can't see it, And you're frustrated. You're realizing that you need to break up with that boyfriend or you need to let that that relationship go or you need to um, just distance yourself. It can feel like a personal attack. And that is the start of my frustration because I realized that a lot of the people that were listening to the previous podcast episodes that maybe they connected on my trauma, right? They were able to connect on Nina talking about the imposter syndrome or the fear of failure or, you know, feeling inadequate or the moments of, you know, I'm doing all I can, but things are just not working. And so to find yourself in that place, you may listen to the episode and think, well, Nina's still there. And I want you to know that in order for you to get out of that place, you have to be willing to step out of it. When you realize a need to let go, let go. See, here's the thing. If you are around people who are negative, people who are throwing doubt in your plans or people who are saying, oh, you've never done this. What makes you think you can do ABC, right? And you start to realize like, wow, I want to change. But the people that I've been around, they don't see me as capable of changing. That can feel like a personal attack, right? But here's the thing. If you are asking for something new to be done in your life, then one of those things that has to be done is you letting them go. The reason we don't let people go is because we believe that 
God, the universe, we believe that in some kind of way that, you know, whoever's not meant to be in our life, please remove them, right? We pray for those things and we say, oh, well, show me the way, show me the path. And a lot of times the very people that you need to let go will continue to hurt you and continue to wear away your self-esteem and continue to wear away at your belief in yourself until you either get to a point where you cave in and go back to your old ways and go back into settling for a life that you don't even want. Or you will have to turn your life around and say, you know what? I know what I want. So unfortunately, if you're not on board to go with me, then you are against me. And so right now I need to put our relationship on ice. Right now I need to tune you out. Right now I need to give you a little bit of a silent treatment. And no, giving somebody the silent treatment does not make you a narcissist, especially when you are moving towards your goals. Understanding that you need to let people go, you also have to look at the type of attacks that come from them before you let them go. Let me say that again. Observe the level of attacks that come from them before you let them go. The reason being is because some of those attacks are a reflection of how low you are flying in your life. One thing I learned from being in the Air Force is when it comes to planes, planes are safer in the air than they are on the ground. The planes cannot sit on the ground forever. They need to be in the air. They are safer in the air. Eagles need to fly. There are some places where elevation is oxygen for certain things. Eagles have to fly. Pigeons don't mind being on the ground. Chickens don't mind being on the ground. Eagles have to fly. Vultures have to fly. Even if they come down to the ground to get their prey. They still know that when they go in the air, that's where they can circle around. That's where they can have a larger point of view. That's where they are best. So many of those attacks that you are allowing to eat away at your self-esteem, that you are allowing to put you in a place of depression and negativity, those attacks, write them down because those are reflections of how low you are flying. See, when you're a person that is making 10000 a month and your goal is to get to 50000 a month, then naturally when you talk to people who can barely cross 10 k they're going to tell you to be humble because your level at 10k is more than they have. And when they can't see more for themselves, it's easier for them to talk doubt in your plans because you should be humble that you're making more than them, right? No. Because if you had the respect of that person, they would humble themselves 
and say, hey, you obviously know something I don't know. Please teach me the game. What I got to do to learn from you? What I got to pay you to learn from you? Because clearly you know what you're doing and, and your time is valuable to me. So please tell me what I need to do. But no, instead, it's easier for them to go into a mode where they can tell you, oh, you should be humble. You should be thankful. You should be grateful. Who said you weren't grateful? Who said you weren't thankful? Who said you weren't humble? So you need to write that down and thank them. Say thank you. Thank you. Because in your mind, you know they're reflecting to me how low I'm flying. When you finally get in the air and you say, hey, I need to be in the air with the 50000 a month crew because that's where I'm trying to go. When you get in the air and you elevate to the 50000 a month crew, they're going to show you shorter ways. You're going to see the shortcuts. You're going to realize, oh, wait a minute. The reason I'm coasting at 10K is because I'm trying to, to not invest here or I'm trying to, you know, just coast because at 10K, I'm, you're, you're thinking to yourself that you're at the top of your friend group and it feels good to be at the top of your friend group. But if you're at the top of your friend group, then that means you're also responsible for elevating. You do not have to drag them to 10K before you decide to grow because in that effort of you trying to bring them to 10K, you're going to find yourself with so much weight that you lower down to wherever they are. So what do you have to do? Keep flying because you're an eagle. Eagles find eagles. But the eagles find the eagles in the air. Right? Everybody can't go. They can't. Everybody can't go. Now, if you've been in my classes, I talk about the Omega Chart of Consciousness, and I do want you to Google it if you haven't been in my classes. The Omega Chart of Consciousness. Look it up. It talks about the frequencies. And what I've noticed is for some people, some frequencies are too high that it's a foreign language. I really need you to get it. I need you to get this. When it comes to the frequencies, some are too high. When you look towards the top of the chart, enlightenment is the highest frequency. But in order to get into enlightenment, you have to be willing. You have to be willing. You have to have willingness. A lot of people are not willing to be enlightened. They look at being exposed to the life they know they want as a dream. So they don't even try for it. They don't even give themselves an opportunity to possibly have it because that frequency is too high for them. This is why many times the only time people will listen is when a message is given to them in a shame or guilt frequency. And if you look on that chart, shame and guilt is at the is at the low point. Keep in mind. So some people around you are not going to be able to listen to you when you're speaking about dreams, when you're speaking about growth, when you're speaking about taking your life to the next level, because that is way too high for them. That's a foreign language. It's like you speaking 
Islamic to them. They don't even know what you're saying. But once you speak to them in shame, then they'll get it. See, that's why they speak to you in shame. That's why they say to you, oh, you need to be humble because they're trying to shame you. But when you are tapped into enlightenment, that's a foreign language to you. You don't speak that no more. It's disrespectful to you. It's disrespectful to you for someone to say, oh, you should be humble or you should be thankful for what you have. Or you should be thankful you're at 10K. Who made 10K the ceiling for you? There's no limit to the amount of income that is available to you. That's why so many people have a 10K month here, a 20K month there, a 50K month here, a 200K month there. But then they allow shame to bring them right back down to 5K or to bring them right back down to 2K. And the more they keep going in the shame, 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 they keep going down, down, down in frequency. But then when they meet the right person that flips that switch back on and they get right back in enlightenment, then they start shooting right back up to their goal because that person doesn't have to shame them. That person says, you can do it. You can go to your next level. You already know what you need to do. You need to cut off that shame. That's a foreign language to you. Stop allowing yourself to be around people who do nothing but disrespect you. And those who speak to you in shame are disrespectful. And I think that this is definitely the reason why a lot of my messages don't hit for some people. Because when I'm speaking enlightenment and I'm talking about taking your life to the next level and I'm talking about growth and I'm talking about, you know, all of these things that are out of reach right now for a lot of people they haven't tapped in the dreaming because their reality just isn't where it needs to be. And I want you to know nobody's reality is where the ceiling of their life is supposed to be. Nobody's reality. Every person that wants to end this year at a million plus, we're all building. We're all growing. We're all creating. We're all using each day to continue to find new ways to multiply and multiply and multiply. But if you keep putting yourself around people who stay stagnant, it's like a heartbeat. You can't just go even. Life is not meant for you to be just at an even point. It's meant for you to go up and down. But those highs and those lows help you to go higher. But you're not going to know how high you can go if you don't even try to take a leap and try to jump. Right? When you're in a point of shame, many people, and you will notice this about the people around you, they are begging for someone to prove that they will do them wrong. And that's why they throw doubt in your plans. Because... Think about it. Let's say you are looking for an accountability partner. And you tell that partner, we're going to do all these different things. We're going to meet up. We're going to have Zoom meetings. We have our goal. 
and we're going to work on these different projects, right? The minute that person doesn't show up the way that they expect them to show up, they will say, oh, I already knew it. I knew she wasn't this and I knew she wasn't that. Think about it. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. So go ahead and brace yourself. Many of you, your SD besties are going to keep you broke. Because your SD bestie is trying to talk about just paying her light bill. And you're trying to talk about saving 10K by the end of the year. And you're trying to go to her and you say, hey, how about we take this class? And they're like, girl, we can't do that. I got to do this, 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 and this. And you say, yeah, we can't do that. But your goals are different. She's focusing on today. You're focusing on the rest of the year. And because you're waiting for some form of loyalty to be broken, you feel like you can't break the loyalty because you don't want somebody to break it for you. Subconsciously, you are begging for someone to prove to you that they're going to do you wrong. And the way you do that is you do it by being loyal to a team, but to a fault. Now, this, be, this may be deep for some people, so let me lighten the mood for you. You might be in a relationship with somebody and you're being in a relationship with them because you are tied to the loyalty of what they've done for you in the past. You know you need to let them go today, but you're not letting them go because they've done so many things for you in the past and because you've made promises in the past to go to your next level. And even though they are giving you the short end of the stick because they are being slow to move. They are not going and getting personal development. Every time you go and listen to another podcast episode, it further shows you that they are not growing. And so now you continue to be loyal to this person, but subconsciously you are begging for them to prove to you that they're going to do you wrong because you don't want to be the person that does them wrong. So you stay loyal to them. And you feel like, well, if I cut my loyalty to them, then I'm doing them wrong. Then I'm a bad person. But the alternative is, if you continue to be loyal to other people, then you're not loyal to yourself. You continue to sabotage yourself because it's easier for you to stay tied to somebody that's not moving than it is for you to stay loyal to yourself and move because it takes more energy for you to move. Or does it? It's really taking you more energy to sit there every day and look at that person who is proving to you every single day that they don't want to move their train and they don't care to learn how to move it. And they're happy because at the end of the day, you will choose to enable their stagnancy. And not only do you enable it, but you reward it because you continue to give them your body. You continue to give them your conversation. You continue to give them your energy and you continue to put yourself in a state of shame. 
You choose not to grow because whenever you talk on a level of enlightenment, they talk to you on a level of shame. And so instead of you choosing yourself and choosing your higher self that is whispering to you and speaking to you in a state of enlightenment and your higher self is saying, yes, we need to grow. And you feel it. You're saying, yes, I need to grow. And you are in accordance with yourself and you are in alignment with yourself. And you go to this person that's not moving and they say to you, you need to be humble it's easier for you to sabotage yourself. It's easy for you to abandon yourself. Because to you, you feel as if you don't want to let that person go because you don't want to lose at all. So you give up your chance to win Because you don't want to lose. If you have the need to let go, let go. Smartly. Okay? Smartly. There's a way to smartly do that. Here's the thing. When it comes to a concept of financing, and I'm going to use financing because I feel like a lot of people only equate financing to money. And I want you to know that financing, a payment plan, installments, every person lives on financing. And I'm taking a shift here because I want you to understand just how deep in a dark place your life can go if you don't let go. So we're going to we're just going to move into the conversation about financing, right? There are people in your life that are financing their relationship with you. They're not willing to pay in full. So every month they will feed you this BS story that keeps you there for as long as you will finance it. But here's the thing, financing was meant to be a way in to a way up. Okay, so think of it like this. You know, with the payment plan, right? Let's say you see something. You know, let's go back to school. To go to school, if you didn't pay the full price, you had to finance it. You paid to finance it. You paid for a way in so that you could have a way up when you graduated, right? You know that if you paid for a way in, and you miss your payments, you don't handle your payments, or you give excuses to why you can't pay, not only do you no longer have access to that thing, but it's also a show of your character because now it's on your record that you are late in payments, right? Just like with credit, shows you are default, shows you are late. The people that you're allowing to finance your life right now, they finance with kind words. They finance with, oh, I'm going to, or they finance with, give me another chance. But you really just want them to just do their part. Like, come on, just do your part. Carry your weight. But they can't because for them... Financing was meant to be a way in 
and not a way up. They really don't want a way up. They really don't. Oh, we are definitely, definitely speaking the right stuff right now because another distraction came up. Another distraction. I'm telling you, this is how you know you're on point. When you start talking, distractions come and you have to continue to move forward. Here's the thing. Those people know that they're financing you. Subconsciously, they know because they know if they continue to feed you kind words, maybe it'll buy them some more time. Here's the thing about financing on any level, on any level, whether somebody is financing a payment plan with you, somebody is trying to hold on to you and feed you these kind words with no action, or somebody has a contract with you, whatever the case may be, the people who finance, you got to be able to discern who has the character to follow through. See, there's a lot of women who are building men up or there's a lot of professionals who have clients on payment plans or they're offering installments or they're trying to offer a way for people to get in. Here's the thing. Not everybody wants to get in and go up. Some people just want to get in and they want to get all they can get until they feel like they've got enough to go. So you got to be able to discern between the ones who are really going to follow through and the ones who are just trying to turn back. There's a lot of people that simply want to have one foot in so they can have the door open so they can take a step back. But when they take that step back, then they can say, oh, well, I need a refund. How does this look in the business side? Oh, I'm on a payment plan. When I sign this contract, my contract was for whatever amount of money. I already know I'm on installment plans. But see, here's the thing. They need to be humble because you offered them an opportunity in to get to their end goal. Yet they didn't have the follow through to do what they needed to do. And now they want to turn back because they had one foot in and one foot out. They didn't want to commit to the home care. They didn't want to commit to the rules and instructions you gave them. They didn't want to commit to trusting you along the way. So now it's easy at the end to say, well, I need my time back or you're the problem or you didn't give me this or let me start doing a smear campaign about you to every person I know. How does this work in a relationship? They financed your time and your energy and your body for as long as they could. And when you finally say, hey, I got to let let you go because you're not in alignment. I've given you these years. I've given you this time. We've been together for 20. 50% of that time is not there. I've given you five years of my life. 50% of that time you've constantly proven to me you're not it. And now I have to stop. But they had one foot in. They weren't fully in. They didn't have the follow through. So what happens? Now you're the bad guy. Now you're the issue. Now you're the problem. Now you've used them. Now you're not loyal anymore. But remember, you don't have to live in whatever projection they have about you. The financing is over. You can only finance something for so long until you prove that you can't. You just this is not for you. You don't want to weigh up. You wanted a way in. Stay away from those people. Please.
And half the time, they're not even trying to be manipulative. They're trying to be the victim. Remember, they are begging for someone to prove that they will do them wrong. They want to be in the victim mode. Because if you don't stay loyal to them and they can't drag you along in their stagnancy for however long, 5, 10, 15, 20, 35 years, whenever they realize they can't keep dragging you along, now you're the problem because you don't want to be dragged anymore. They are begging for you to prove that you will do them wrong. And you're afraid to be the villain to them. So you would choose to be the villain to yourself. Please remember, you are not the bad guy because you don't want to be misused anymore. You are not the bad guy because you don't want to sit there and deal with people's excuses. You are not the bad guy because you have boundaries. One thing about the people pleaser is you set boundaries. Now, I'm saying you because I'm no longer a people please. Mm-mm, learn that lesson. I, done, I got the trophy. But the people pleaser will set the boundary. But it takes the boss to enforce the boundary. So until you start to enforce these boundaries... And when you start to see these victims that can only understand from a state of shame, that can only speak the level of shame, when you start to take that disrespect as personal as they took your growth, you'll get somewhere. See, victims, for them, it's easy for them to focus on you to attack. Then to focus on attacking the things they were supposed to do in the first place. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm taking my time with this episode because I really need you to get this because this has been the conversation that I've been having with a lot of people where it's like, well, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go. You know what to do, but you don't want to do it because you've been abandoning yourself for so long that you are afraid to see what the unknown looks like. So if you're afraid to see what the unknown looks like and you have been abandoning yourself for so long, flip it and look at what you allow in your life. The victims that are financing off of you, the victims that are saying, oh, you did me so wrong. The victims that can't misuse you anymore. The victims that you allowed them the opportunity in when they couldn't at the time afford you, they didn't see the point of being humble and simply holding their weight. Understand this. Financing is a requirement. Some people need to finance because whatever the situation is, they need to finance. So for you, you're dating, You don't want to just run right in and get married. No, that person needs to finance your time. And you have to be able to set the boundary and say, okay, I gave you a little here. Let's see what you can do with a little more. Fine, right? But once you see that they are the victim, they always are the victim. 
and you know you've done everything in your power, you overthink this whole thing, you know you haven't done anything or you haven't done what they're accusing, right? Then you start to realize that they're going to attack you. It doesn't matter if you stay or not, they're going to attack you. But one point of taking accountability is to realize that there's a weight that every person has to bear. And the weight of them not carrying their weight is heavy on you. Here's the thing. When it comes to a financing situation, the people who don't hold their weight, it is easy for them to give excuses because to them, it's as if they're saying, well, you should carry the weight because I have this excuse. In business, that looks like somebody not paying their payments because they say, oh, well, this is going on. Oh, I have this excuse. Oh, this is going on. But here's the thing. Them not paying their payment on time leaves a weight on you. So their excuses, they're telling you that their excuses weigh more than the weight that you will have to incur. So you have to be able to discern how long will you carry that weight? Are you going months and months and months collecting IOUs from people? That's double the work. Because not only are you still holding your end, but then you're constantly sitting, realizing that they're not going to hold their end. And the longer you take to enforce the boundary, you will notice that those victims because they love being victims, they're going to enforce the only thing that they can control, which is their lack of control. Hear me. Because I'm not going to water this down anymore. The only reason it's hard for you to let go is because you realize that the only thing that is going to happen when you enforce that boundary is they're going to lose control. They're going to snap. They're going to be angry. They're going to give you the silent treatment because you are enforcing a boundary that they continue to tap dance on and cross. For them, it's easy to snap and react. For them, it's easy to say, well, when I feel things are done to me, then I act like this. But here's the thing. Your growth and your enforcement of a consequence that they know is there does not give them a pass to be a victim. It does not give them a pass to react because they feel that you did something to them. That is the point where betrayal starts. So the question for you is, are you going to keep betraying yourself In this season, really figure out who you need to become. Because there's a person that you need to become that will realize that you were flying too low and that person could not even reach you. And when you pray for that, and when you check the discernment, and when you know you need to do it, instead of turning and saying, well, I don't know what to do, Turn and move whatever that is out of that spot. 
so that the real things that align for this life that you know you're supposed to have has a place to be. In this season, you and I need to have clear sight. We need to have clear sight. And in order to have clear sight, sometimes you need to move whatever the obstructions are out of the way. I'm going to leave you with this. When you start enforcing those boundaries and you start fully committing to moving to your next level, go ahead and prepare yourself that the clowns are going to come out to put a final show on. And once they do, I'm going to need you to vow that you end in that season pass and you're not going to go to that show again. Please do what you said you're going to do.